Hi, love, and welcome to Unfuck Your Life, the show for ambitious females who want more in their careers, relationships, and lifestyle, and who aren't afraid to claim it. My name is Laura Hurd, and I'm your go-to mentor for all things self-mastery, self-healing, advanced manifestation, and creating your ultimate dream life. I'm a mindset expert, master success coach, leadership mentor, and the living proof that anything your heart desires is possible for you. I'm absolutely obsessed with helping powerful women just like you to manifest and co-create anything they desire in their lives. So if you're ready to massively uplevel your well-being, your confidence, your connections, productivity, and success, then keep on listening. This podcast is your weekly dose of self-growth and mindset mastery to help you step into your fullest potential. I'm here to provide you with the insights, the tools, strategies, and guidance you need to become the most aligned, powerful version of yourself. So if you're committed to create success and fulfillment on your own terms, then let's get started. And make sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a beat. Hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode on Unfuck Your Life, the show for ambitious women who are ready to calibrate to their next level. So today we are discussing how to unlock that next level in your life, in your career, maybe in your relationship, in your healing, um, that you've maybe been desiring for a really long time, and just how to get out of the state of stuckness whenever you feel like things aren't really quite moving forward, you don't see the results that you want, you feel frustrated, um, you feel like nothing is working. So this feels very alive for me because this is where I found myself pretty much exactly one year ago. Um, and yeah, I really wanted to do a podcast on this because I feel like all of us go through these seasons where we feel like nothing is working, things aren't moving, um, I don't see the results that I want and desire. So. Um, sometimes things just don't seem to flow as much and everything feels really hard and um, it can feel like we've hit a plateau. It's like, okay, cool, like we've reached a certain level in our health, fitness, relationship, career, but like then that's it and like there is no forward movement and that can feel really frustrating if you are someone like me who's highly ambitious, who has big goals and dreams, um, high standards and um, yeah, just wants more out of life and continuously wants to grow, wants to evolve, wants to try new things um, and wants to ultimately accelerate, right? And grow and expand. So sometimes in those seasons, the root cause is quite obvious. Like if our mental or physical health is suffering, obviously that naturally impacts how we feel, how we show up in our relationships in our career, how much energy we have, how much drive and motivation, etc. So it can be a quite obvious thing. Um, and it can also be more subtle. It can be like not so obvious where you just feel like, wait, everything is good. Like nothing is wrong. So what is happening, right? And um, then we keep wondering what's off? What am I doing wrong? You know, what's wrong about like, what's wrong with me? Like, what am I doing wrong? We're trying to like, find the mistake and find the fault and um, it's really important to understand where stuckness as a state comes from. So when you're stuck, it's almost like you're in this freeze mode, right? Like you're, there's no forward movement, there's no movement at all. It's like when you're stuck, you feel like you've hit a wall and like you're standing still, right? So 
Stuckness means no new action. If you're not taking new inspired action, how, how in the world are you supposed to see new results? How in the world are you supposed to get what you always wanted um, that you've never gotten because you've never tried something new, right? How in the world is this supposed to work? So when we are repeating old patterns and processes and we're stuck in old habits, not necessarily bad habits, I'm just saying it's not the kind of processes and habits that you would need to exponentially accelerate in quantum leap, right? So that then results in you hitting this plateau where you keep putting a certain amount of effort in and you 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 get a certain like result and like this is how it is like what you put in is what you get out obviously there's the compound effect etc but for now let's just stay here like let's say you're getting up at 9 a.m every day and you're doing whatever you're doing and then yeah you're just like following your daily process in a way or you do things in a certain way and the results are okay like you're happy with working from nine to five and then like you're yeah you're just doing this daily routine that you have but then suddenly you feel like this is not satisfying me anymore there must be more to life than just doing the same things all over and over again like on repeat and every day feels kind of similar and there is no massive disruption of your daily routine that could potentially result in you creating co-creating and attracting something extraordinary because there's no no new no no new opportunities there is no yeah there's no new people you mean there's nothing new nothing fresh right and so essentially it's the equation is same action same outcomes like that is almost always the case and there's no way we can massively move forward in our health, fitness, career, relationships, etc. by doing the same things we've been doing for so long that, yes, are like proven to work in a certain way, but you don't want the same results anymore, right? And so the tricky thing to realize and also overcome as humans is that we are very much habitual creatures, meaning we love to operate on autopilot. That's just how our brain works. So it simplifies and it does things on repeat that we know how to do right so when we're driving uh, to work every day we know where to drive already like after a while like after a couple of weeks we don't have to look at google maps anymore right we just do it on autopilot but that's that's unfortunately how we then eventually go through life like it doesn't just apply to you driving to work and like remembering the road whatever but it's very much you living life on autopilot this can happen um that's where relationships kind of get unexciting. This is where we feel like we're not, you know, getting any fitter because we're just putting on in the minimum amount of work or effort. So what I'm really saying is that as habitual creatures, we try to preserve our energy and we try to create habits out of everything. Sometimes it's good habits that support us in reaching our goals and sometimes it's not so supportive habits, okay? So... We want to preserve mental energy. That's why we operate on autopilot and create those habits in the first place. Um, and ultimately is about avoiding um, what is called decision fatigue. So we don't want to continuously make a lot of decisions. That's why the most successful people you'll know 
Um, they wear the same kind of things every day. They don't have like tons of outfits to choose from. They eat similar meals every day. Like everything is really, really streamlined. I talked about this with a VIP client the other day where she said she constantly has to make so many decisions and it's exhausting her and it's depleting her. And I was like, we want to like really streamline your business and your life so that you can just preserve that energy to make big and important decisions in your life and in your business. Because ultimately when we lose our energy to make all these small daily decisions that are really not that important, like what to wear and what to eat, etc., then there's no energy left for like big and bold decisions that we maybe have to make in our relationship or in our business, right? Um, because it mentally exhausts us. And so this is why it is in the first place so, so easy to get stuck in old patterns and thought loops, even like victim mentality. It's like you're getting used to that stuff, right? Um, and it doesn't serve us. And then we hit this plateau and then we're frustrated. There is no forward movement in our lives because we don't move forward. We don't grow. We don't do things differently, right? Um, and this is very much something not like in a bad way. And like I'm, I'm just giving this as an example to make it more recent and thus more relatable for you guys. Um, I could like give an example from like years and years ago, but I feel like this is like very outdated. So like a more recent example is about a year ago, I felt like things were good. Things were really, really good, but things were not fully moving forward. And sometimes it takes you to take a step back and become aware of what's bothering you and really, yeah, introspect within yourself. Like, what is it? What's missing? What feels like it's no longer exciting and expansive because things worked in all the ways, like my relationship worked, my health worked, my business worked, like everything worked, nothing was bad, but I felt internally like something is missing. I want more. This isn't fully satisfying me. Um, and I knew that I had to change things in order to create different results, as we just talked about. And so um, last year, there was a time where my personal life felt really challenging. There were a lot of things going on, okay? Like a lot of things at once, as is always the case when, um, when life hits you, it hits you all at once. And um, naturally, I went into problem-solving mode because that's kind of how most humans operate, right? Like something happens and either we freeze and we, we avoid um, or we go into problem-solving mode, which is what happened for me. So I got caught up in like putting out all these like smaller and bigger fires um, rather than looking at the bigger picture and the patterns at play that had gotten me to this place of feeling unsatisfied and now having to deal with all these smaller and bigger fires that I had to put out, right? So um, it's almost, and I said that to a friend of mine the other day, it was almost a joke because last year I really, really couldn't work a lot in terms of business. I was working a lot on myself, my values, my life vision. Um, I was healing a lot of stuff that um, I thought was not even a deal, like a big deal anymore. Um, because truth is, and this is just like something that I had to realize and learn the hard way last year. Like we think we get to a certain level in our healing, personal development, career even, right? Like whatsoever, whatever it is. And we feel like we've done it all. We've done the work. It's not been like my external reality hasn't been catching up with my internal growth. And that's why there was such a disconnect almost where 
I felt like I had it all, but like something was missing and I felt unsatisfied in some way. Um, and so I had to make this really brave decision to not put anything on hold per se, but to question and to also doubt at times and to dare to look at things that I thought were on lock just because it felt comfortable to have them on lock. Um, talking routines, talking some business things, even in my relationship, like not saying certain things because I felt like, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Um, even though there were things like that I wanted to change, um, even just in our communication. And so um, that really led me to almost choose to let certain things fall apart. And I mean, seemingly fall apart because nothing really fell apart, except for me starting to find and create realignment, right? So things could rearrange. And this is a very brave decision that sometimes in our lives we have to make. I received even just yesterday, a message from a former VIP client. She did like a four-hour VIP day with me um, virtually, so online. And she messaged me, oh my God, my entire life has changed. Like my job has changed. My relationship to my parents has changed. I'm going to travel. I'm going to do this and that. And I was just like, you go, girl. Because when she came to me, there was none of that. There was no big decisions. There was not a lot of clarity around what she truly wanted and how she would make that happen for herself in her life and so sometimes we have to choose that realignment and take the steps that are scary that we know will lead us to the place where we want to see ourselves end up so for me is essentially it was in case you're wondering like i just came to a point where i felt frustration in my body where I just felt, yeah, dissatisfaction with all these great things because it wasn't truly that aligned for me anymore. And um, I, I knew I needed to break through these old structures and ways of operating that I created for myself. Um, and it felt scary, but I knew it was the only way in order for me to get to what I ultimately wanted now as the kind of version of me that I had become. And it may be similar for you. So. Um, what I essentially did was that I was really looking at areas where I felt this dissatisfaction and at the root cause of it and how I needed to change in order to create these different results. I wasn't like necessarily trying to like blame others and like, you know, ask others to change because there were obviously other people involved, but it was just more so me leading by example first with the changes that I wanted, communicating differently, showing up differently. Um, saying how things were for me and being very very honest with myself and those others um and so i was slowly but surely starting to make those adjustments um in the way that i was leading my business which you guys know like all about feminine leadership and how things feel now rather than what makes sense and what other business coaches say and stuff like that how i was managing myself how i was managing my team how i was showing up for my needs and my desires how i was showing up in my relationship how I was showing up in my friendships, how I was showing up for my body, um, how I was regulating my nervous system, processing emotions, right? Creating something new that felt very life for me in my business, which is my mastermind. And just doing things that kind of disrupted um, the usual flow of things. And um, that's what realignment looked for me last year. And my point of telling you this is that whenever you find yourself in the state of stuckness, confusion, even contraction, you feel like you're not feeling expanded anymore. You're not feeling expansive. 
like this is also you feeling like you're stuck because you're not growing you're not expanding right you're feeling confused you're feeling uncertain you're feeling dissatisfied as i mentioned um like you've hit this plateau where you're not go moving upwards anymore um or you're just craving more you just have this deep inner knowing there's more available to me i know i deserve more what i have right now isn't bad i'm not ungrateful for it but it's no no longer aligning as much like it no longer resonates with me anymore with the person i've become if you feel like that and you aren't quite sure how to unlock it um then there's a simple little process um that i want to share with you babes today that you can follow um in order to gain clarity on what's off or like seemingly off and take action from there and create change from there so First step is to raise your own awareness. Be freaking self-aware, introspect, reflect, journal, get to understand yourself on a fundamental level, not just the, oh, like, this is who I am, this is what I want, this is what I identify with, but more so, what is blocking me? What are the patterns at play for me? Any beliefs, any old emotions stuck in your body, like any old anger, resentment, or fear? any patterns um, or habits that you know you have or maybe aren't aware you have but when you dig deeper you will find them that either result in the wrong kind of action like you taking the wrong kind of action in terms of busyness and um, chasing shiny objects and doing things that aren't actually leading you anywhere where you want to go um, or just um, straight up in action so you being uh, in freeze mode and not doing anything at all anymore almost right so i like procrastinating all the time etc so this is the first step okay raise your own awareness introspect reflect understand the patterns at play um and then in the next step second step you want to think about those new coping strategies um, and habits that you want to install into yourself into your daily life um, to make that part of your identity because this is really about identity work you can't calibrate to another level in your career relationship help etc if you're not changing your entire identity and you're still stuck in this old identity of oh i identify as that kind of person i always come late i always sleep in i always eat junk food when i feel sad you know when you're identifying with that that's what you will always be. So what you want to do is de-identify from those things that you thought were just part of who you were and really thinking about, okay, so if this is what I used to do and like really say that this is what, what I used to do, like it's in the past, then what am I choosing now? What kind of person am I knowing moving forward? So what are the coping strategies? How are you showing up differently um, during a difficult conversation? Are you going to be defensive or are you going to stay open and vulnerable and listen to the other person, right? Like you can choose those things. Your personality is not permanent. You can choose how you're showing up, right? So... And then think about the habits, like which kind of habits do I need to become the person that I want to be that can have the kind of life and career and relationship and well-being that I desire, right? And then as a third step, you are doing the identity, the healing, the embodiment work. Like really, this is like somatic work. This is you working with your body and um, changing the blueprint of who you are, really. Um, so that what you want to embody becomes second nature. It's not even a matter of thinking like, oh, am I doing this? Like, it's not even a question if you're doing the things you're meant to do. You're just doing them. Let's say you want to be the kind of person that gets up half an hour or just an hour earlier. 
um, it's no it's no longer going to be a question whether you're getting up or not. You are going to get up because you've chosen that. You're embodying that. That's your new identity. There's no fucking way you're snoozing anymore. You know, that's just a small little example. If you've decided, like, I'm going to have, like, smoothies for breakfast instead of, you know, something like fried or, like, just toast with jam, let's say. Um, if you've chosen that, you will get up and make your smoothie. Like, no, like there's not even this, oh, am I going to do this or am I going to do that? Like, no questions asked. You're just going to do that because that's who you have become. You've chosen to have a healthy, nutri nutritious breakfast. And that's just what you embody. That's how you show up naturally. It's on autopilot. It's second nature. Um, that's really what the identity and embodiment healing work does for you. And I love doing that in my coaching containers because it's truly changed my life and it will change yours as well. I know that for a fact. So the fourth step then is finally seeing those different results in your external reality, in your relationships, in your romantic relationship if you have any, or maybe you'll attract one because you are embodying these new standards and values and you're vibrating on a higher frequency. And you're also feeling detached because you're so good by yourself. Um, then in your career, likely in your income, in your confidence, in your health, in your overall, overall happiness and contentment. So you will see that not overnight, but over time. And so um, to give a couple of examples, what that also looked like for me and what that may look like for you. So making changes in the way you lead your life can look like cultivating a proper morning routine um, or changing up your morning rituals and practices because maybe you've had no morning routine before and you really, really want to start nourishing yourself in the morning and set yourself up for the day. Or maybe you have a morning routine, but you feel like it's kind of like always the same things. And you've seen that somewhere, like someone told you that this is a good thing to do, but it doesn't truly stick with and resonate with you, then it's a really good idea to reevaluate the practices and rituals you have and choose some that really, really fill you up on that specific day. Like my morning routine never looks the same. I have certain core practices and rituals that I love to draw from, but it's never one and the same thing. It usually really, really fluctuates, even depending on my cycle, my hormones, um, like how energized I am, et cetera. Like there are so many factors to that. But fact is I have a morning routine. I love it. But I, I, I give myself the freedom to change it up based on what I desire and need most that day. Um, another one is habit stacking to introduce more habits that are supporting you and serve you in your life. Um, meaning that when you have you have your morning cup of coffee or tea anyways, like that's a habit you already have and you're happy with that. How about um, taking supplements? Also like having a glass of water, having some supplements and taking them right before or right after having your morning coffee or morning tea. Like you're just adding that habit, that new habit that you want to have supplementing um, to an existing habit. Super, super easy, but powerful. Um, next one would be, and this is also all about gaining more awareness of what you're doing right now and also what you value. Um, you're making more time for particular life areas that maybe have been falling a little bit short recently. So that obviously means being really honest with yourself. What have you deprioritizing that you actually value? Like your fitness, like your friendships like your romantic relationships, maybe even your career and work, maybe you haven't been showing up in the way you've been wanting to and just procrastinating on that one exciting project. Um, be really, really, really honest with yourself here. And then think about, okay, how can I create more time? Like, how can I prioritize this since it's clearly a value um, and just 
just pour more into that life area. And yeah, naturally that means uh, something else has to maybe take a small step back, but maybe you're fine with that because you've been over pouring in a certain area of life, right? Um, so there's always a way to do that. Um, next one could be to change, to create change in your life is to have more boundaries in place, to have more um, structures for yourself where you know like this is what I'm available for, this is what I'm not available for. And only committing to what feels like a true full body yes, you're getting excited, you're getting lit up, then that is likely worth your time. That is likely worth your attention and energy and focus. But if it's not a full body yes, then what's the point of committing to it and saying yes to it, right? Because none of us have time to waste. None of us have unlimited time in a day where we're like, fine, like I can give that person my time and I can give this project my time. And it's actually not lighting you up. And then you're wondering why you're feeling depleted at the end of the day. Like committing to only um, only to activities and people that truly, truly, truly light you up and excite and energize you. That's what's going to give you an, an energizing and high vibe life. So it's really about having boundaries and then also communicating them, sticking to them, even if that means disappointing someone else and being okay with that because ultimately you're not doing anyone a favor by committing to them and saying yes, even though deep, deep down it doesn't feel good for you and you feel like you're overextending yourself and like you're saying no to yourself and yes to someone else. I don't want to receive help from someone who only says yes to please me, but I can feel in their energy, they don't really want you. Like that feels awful for both sides, right? So you're doing yourself and the other person's service by saying no um, and doing that in a nice way. You don't have to be a bitch, but, but be clear, say no. Um, the next one, and this is a powerful one, um, is calling yourself out on your own patterns where you know you have that tendency to, you know, um, be passive aggressive or avoidant, like in a conflict, let's say, um, or when you're not feeling heard, not feeling seen, you withdraw and you're kind of um, silent treating the other person, whatever whatever your patterns are, right? Um, like really looking at that and working on that because it will improve how you see yourself, your relationship with yourself, but also the relationships at work with other people, your friends, family, loved ones. Um, and also releasing the emotional attachment to them because oftentimes we have certain patterns because there is um, an emotional attachment we have to that. Like we're operating in that way because it makes us feel a certain way. Maybe it makes us feel safe and protected. Like we're protecting ourselves. And that's why we get cold or that's why we avoid or that's why we get angry, right? Um, for example, you get hurt and then you get angry to protect yourself because no one can fuck with you, right? Like that's what you learned during your childhood. Um, but is there really no other way to protect yourself other than getting angry and upset and getting loud maybe? Um, maybe it's just as simple as setting or communicating a boundary in a confident and calm yet powerful way, right? This is just an example. Um, all right, let's move on to changes you can make if you have a business or you are in a leadership position at work in your business. So sometimes unlocking your next level can also mean that you need to onboard new team members who have certain skills that you don't have and your existing team doesn't have or also offboarding existing team members that are not, um, you know, fulfilling your needs and your um, understanding of how this job should be done and you feel like you have to micromanage and you feel anxious with that person 
because sometimes really like when you grow and when your company grows not everyone will be able to stay and that's okay too and that's a hard decision to make um for you and for that person but it's also ultimately benefiting everyone because they will likely find a place where um where they're at the level they're at that's appreciated and maybe you need more that's okay too and you can be honest about that right um, sometimes it also means retiring offers or programs that no longer feel like a full body yes for you where you feel like I've outgrown that I used to teach that because it used to feel so alive but it no longer feels alive right now and you're no longer excited to spread that message and to teach on that and you have to be honest about it um, so maybe that means just turning it evergreen and not running alive anymore for instance right um, Another thing is regularly evaluating what feels alive for you and what you want to talk about. Because ideally, your business is a reflection of you to a degree where you can talk about anything and your people love it. They love to hear about your love. Like they love to hear about your business growth. They love to hear about your healing journey. Um, so whatever feels alive for you, you can share it. And you can create even an offer on it. And like people are just stoked because they love you. They love your brand. They love you being everything that you are. Um, and yeah, following what's alive for you is a powerful strategy because usually when there's excitement from your side, your people will get excited as well, right? Um, next one is hiring a mentor who runs their business and lives their life in a kind of way that really resonates with you. I would never ever hire someone again that I wouldn't trade not just businesses and income, but also lives with. Um, so it's really not just a matter of, oh, like how much money are they making, but are they having the lifestyle that I desire? And I used to not pay attention to that. So I'd uh, work with someone who had the business I wanted, or I thought I wanted at the time, but not the lifestyle. And now I've really learned, like, I don't want that anymore. I really want like the whole package, the whole holistic approach, essentially, where someone inspires me with their way of showing up in their lives and in their business. Um, and then also reviewing your product suite, your business model, your marketing strategy, and just thinking about ways to make it feel more aligned to you and the person you've become in the past couple of weeks and months. And just what feels exciting for you? How do you want to market now? Maybe that has changed. Maybe you don't want to do pain point marketing anymore, right? Maybe you want to change your business model slightly because you don't want to spend your entire week on calls. Like I used to be calls all week long. I used to have 15 one-on-one clients at some point a couple of years ago. Now I only have three at a time. That's my maximum and they get my everything. So it's really, really cool to to just see what works best for you, for your energy levels and for your vision, for your life, your lifestyle um, and for your business ultimately, right? Um, and also know that none of these decisions and moves that I just mentioned are easy to make. Like, none of that is going to be easy. I'm not telling you, like, oh, like, just do that easy peasy, like, not a big deal. Like, some things are a big deal, and that's okay, too. And some things, and, like, some changes take time, and that's okay, too. Like, a lot of those changes that I made, like, literally a year ago, I only feel like it starts to feel easier now, like, a year later, you know? So some, th some things are a long-term game, especially your healing, especially your business, and even your relationships, like, it's you're consistently showing up for it consistency 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 is everything um and these new and big and bold moves are also required from you to break through that plateau that you're um 
perceivingly heading right now, right? And so um, maybe you're wondering right now, okay, Cole, like if I do that, what's waiting for me on the other side? Um, here's what happened for me. I can only speak from my own experience. Here's what happened for me. I'm not saying exactly the same is going to happen for you. I'm just saying like whatever you're wanting, you're probably going to get closer to that naturally. So for me, what happened is I deepened my connections, um, my romantic relationship, but also my friendships, whole new level because I have become a whole new version of myself. Um, and that was beautiful to witness because I thought I could only go this deep with someone and I actually realized like, fuck, it goes even deeper. And this is so special and so beautiful. Also just like having the most aligned friendships the most incredible women. Like when I think about it, I get goosebumps. I have goosebumps right now because I have the best women in my life. And I couldn't, I couldn't live without that anymore because I used to deprioritize friendships like heavily because I thought, okay, like I have my business, I have my relationship, I have my well-being. Eventually I had two dogs that I adopted. So life is full, right? Life is always full. But prioritize what gives you life. And hanging out with my girlfriend just girlfriends just gives me life. It's just it's just women can see you in a way that men just can't, I promise you. Um, what also happened for me is I felt just less resentment in my daily life. I felt more at ease, more grounded, more fulfilled. Uh, way, way less resentment towards my business too because I no longer felt like it was demanding me. You know, it's almost like this is like a separate entity and like it's demanding your attention, it's demanding your time. And I just felt more fulfillment and I felt that freedom of, oh, I actually get to choose how much my business demands from me, right? I'm running my business, not my business running me. I'm not trying to squeeze everything around my business, but the other way around, I make personal life plans and then I plan launches, et cetera, around that. And that feels really, really good for me because otherwise I would feel resentful. I know that for a fact. I'd be like, ah, oh, like now I don't have that freedom that I always worked for so hard because of my business that gave me that freedom in the first place. But it's not like real freedom, you know? So that was really nice to see as well. Um, another thing was surprise, like maybe not so surprisingly, actually, I became more productive. Even though I worked a lot less, I became so much more productive. There was no more chasing shiny objects. I was only focusing on needle loopers. I sat down for, I think it was a whole day, where I just looked at my week and what I would invest my time into business-wise and what was like pretty much unnecessary, what was not really needed to get done by me, myself. And I was just like making those decisions to outsource more, to streamline things, to introduce new systems, to eliminate certain tasks. And that was beautiful because that gave me even more time freedom that I wanted was my impact was growing because I could create more, I could surf more. Um, surf, not surf. <laughs> Max is surfing right now, so this was kind of funny. Um, but anyways, uh, right? So you're focusing on the needle movers, essential. Um, I was also able, and this is something I'm fucking proud of, um, anyone who is addicted to caffeine will be able to relate, but I was able to quit caffeine um, I was no longer having my first cup of coffee, like in the first hour after waking up. I just don't need it anymore. And like my body is able to to function without it perfectly fine. And to me, that was big because I used to rely on coffee while I was building my business. And 
I just started to really look at what's good for my hormones as a female rather than what gets me the best results like productivity wise in my business and funny enough I wasn't even that productive because I was working a lot more hours thanks to the coffee but um, I wasn't necessarily getting more important things done um, another thing has been my rehire rate last year from existing clients went through the roof uh, I must have been, I assume, over-delivering my programs like never before because my rehiring last year was crazy, like crazy, probably 60 or 65%, something like that. Like every, like all the clients who came into my world, like 65 or so percent would rehire me, which to me was insane. Um, and so that really just goes to show that you can show up more fully when you are in more alignment, when your life is in more alignment. It's beautiful to see. Um, I also changed my business model slightly and I'm still in the process of refining it to be quite honest um, and it's just a lot more of a client journey where my clients would feel fully supported and I'm still refining that as I said but just like making small little tweaks went a long long way um, again my alignment with and connection to my business had deepened like never before I, no more resentment no more like eh. um, I have to do that now it was generally only I get to fucking do that and I even started enjoying like some random admin like stuff that I used to hate and resent before be like oh like that's really not my favorite thing to do I don't want to do that and suddenly it was like cool like I'll do that because I just found a new way of working as well um and then yeah my time's been working which is less than ever yet my business continued to make this beautiful impact and income um without me feeling like i had to work a certain amount of hours in order to have that um so there was no longer this okay i put um i don't know 30 or 40 hours in a week and this is what i'm getting out it's just like i'm doing what needs to get done and that can also vary every single week um and then that's about it like no longer this whole like being too much in my head and stressing about how things should be and how much I should work, etc. And just doing things my own way. Um, that was really, really freeing. Um, and then, yeah, also ultimately, like changing my lifestyle a little bit, like going on more trips, going on more adventures. Um, again, becoming a dog mom has been quite a big lifestyle change. Um, becoming a house owner pretty spontaneously, to be honest. Um, and I just, yeah, just creating that realignment that will allow me to take quantum leaps in my business, but also especially in my personal life, which is these days even more important to me. And so, um, sharing all of this just to show you babes that it's possible for you as well when you are in this process of understanding there's more available to you, um, that it is possible to get to where you want to be but the process won't always be like a super smooth like super smooth sailing essentially right um so it's not unattainable unattainable but it's definitely a decision that you're making where you have to commit to go all in um and it requires you to take a radically honest look at yourself and at certain things and ways in which you're operating so um, we're really asking yourself, where am I currently at in my business or like my career and my overall lifestyle? Is there anything that doesn't feel aligned and resonate anymore? Are there any leaks in my life or business systems? Leaks meaning are you wasting time and energy and attention on something that doesn't truly matter? 
Um, are there any sabotaging patterns or limiting beliefs holding you back? Likely, because we all have them. <laughs> um, what are your values in your career and your life? Are they truly being lived? Are you living in alignment with what you value most in life? Or are you chasing shiny objects and focusing on other things because you're trying to please someone else and make someone else happy? Like, be really honest with yourself. What is your overall vision for your career or your business and your lifestyle? And do your current actions, what you do at the moment on a daily basis, getting you there? Is there a lack of action? Are you procrastinating on something? Right? What about your relationships and your well-being? And are these two factors, these two life areas, supporting your career growth? Or are they keeping you stuck? And the other way around, is your career supporting you in fulfilling your lifestyle and well-being and relationship goals? Or is it hindering it? Because then you also got to adjust that, right? Because truth is, like, they're all deeply interconnected. Your career can impact your relationships or your well-being or both. And your relationships and your well-being will naturally impact your career. Like, when I'm healthy as fuck, when I'm feeling loved as fuck, when I, like, when everything is just fucking spot on, I'm a powerhouse. Nothing can stop me in my career. It will likely be the same for you. So what's the solution to that? Well, the solution is to become a leader of your life, a leader of your business or career, and taking radical responsibility for your daily decisions, for how you're showing up in the world. Taking radical responsibility for those things that maybe you aren't responsible for, like your trauma, like someone else caused that. I mean, if you made a really bad experience as a child, it's all your responsibility, but it's now your responsibility to heal that shit so you're free from it. Right? And so what I see quite often, and I, again, I also see that in my past self, is a lot of high-achieving females are sabotaging their health, their relationships, their well-being because of an upper limit, because of something they learned in the past. Oh, I'm not worthy of that. It can't be that good. Does it really get that good for me? Um, they think they can't possibly have a thriving career or business and a fulfilling personal life. Like, they can't possibly have it all. Like, maybe their mother worked really hard and made a lot of money, but um, she didn't have a fulfilling marriage, right? Or she didn't have any friends she would ever see, or she wouldn't work out. And, like, you see that as a child and you're like, oh, okay, so I have to choose, right? No, you don't. But if we learn that as children, we have to, as adults, open ourselves up to a new way of perceiving things and seeing the world and seeing what's available to us. Um, and so what happens oftentimes when we think that we can't possibly have it all and we have this upper limit problem, um, meaning it can only get this good, and if it's anything above that, we start to sabotage to get back down to the level that we're used to, that we think is the only thing that's available to us, um, there's a conflict being created. Um, that a conflict they really have within themselves, obviously, right? It's always within us to disrupt the unknown harmony of things getting that good and feeling that smooth. Like there's rela relationship moves, like um, getting engaged and then like career-wise you're accelerating and like your health is thriving and then you're like, wow, like it can't possibly be this good, right? And then there's this internal conflict of this isn't available to me. 
So how can I stop this from like how can I stop myself from experiencing this? Because it's that good. It feels unfamiliar. It feels scary. And I don't want that. Even though you do want it, you like your subconscious doesn't want it because it feels so unsafe because it's unfamiliar. Um, and so breaking through that upper limit will allow you to truly start thriving in all life areas and to hold that high standard in all life areas. It's not just about getting what you want. It's also about holding what you want and staying there. As I mentioned earlier, you know, hitting your fitness goals and then like suddenly letting go and like not doing anything anymore like it, it won't work you won't be able to hold that right and so if you desire to lead your life in a way that truly lights you up always amplifying your impact and your income if you desire to be in your feminine and feel juicy and alive and create deep fulfillment in your relationships in your romance in your dating life whatever it is for you um if you desire to create an optimal state of well-being in your body mentally, emotionally, physically, and a lifestyle that allows more play, more freedom, more flow, more flexibility, right? Um, if you desire to integrate your inner masculine and inner feminine energy in a healthy way um, so that you can show up fully in your life, in your, you know, romance, or dating life, in your business, then I really want to invite you babes to check out and potentially join my family leadership mastermind, the family leader that I created in, well, it was around autumn 2022, um, where I really felt the pull to put together everything I'd learned last year um, in order to teach you how you can up-level in those live areas just as well. So you can expect four months of doing life together, like literally 16 weeks being my energy every single day, healing, expanding, manifesting, making magic happen in your career and in your overall lifestyle. So here's a real truth that I want to share with you, babes. The skill of self-leadership and feminine embodiment and all that jazz as a female CEO is one you'll need for the rest of your career. Like if if you have that lockdown, it will support you, will serve you for the rest of your career and your life. And the most successful female leaders I personally know, or not even personally, but just like see online, like my mentors, um, I know they have the ability to balance and integrate their work and their private life. They have this ability to master themselves and dial up their natural magnetism, access their creative genius, they know how to outsource, they know how to say no, set boundaries, show up fully for their passion and purpose, which is their business, but also their personal life, their romance, friendships, hobbies, well-being, family, health, right? Without sacrificing one or the other. And this is truly what makes their lifestyle and business growth so freaking sustainable and long-lasting. And so if you want to also create your most exciting life, and learn how to thrive in all aspects, not just your business, but also that because there is um, a heavy focus on leadership and business the female way, the fun way, as I like to say, then um, yeah, you're so, so invited to check out my mastermind. We'll embark on a journey of self-mastery, inner alignment, outer balance, and creating your definition of success in your business and private life. There will be so many juicy teachings. I've never taught anything like that before. It's a brand new container. So um, the first round will get a lot of access to me. Um, it's definitely worth joining. So if you're a business babe, feel free to check out the show notes. Um, and yeah, that's it for today, babes. I'm super, super excited for next week's episode already. I 
won't tease you anything specifically right now, but just know it's going to be a good one and you don't want to miss it. So make sure to be subscribed. Feel free to leave a rating for this podcast. It means the world to me. Um, you can also leave a written review on iTunes only, unfortunately. And um, yeah, feel free to screenshot and share it with your besties or on your IG story. Um, tag me so we can connect. And of course, make sure to follow me on Instagram. You probably already do that. And um, subscribe to my weekly Alina Celebrate emails. I love writing those. So much fun for me. And um, yeah, I'm super, super excited for the next episode to go live um, next week on Tuesday on iTunes, Spotify. So make sure to be subscribed so you never miss a beat. And um, yes, always everything I mentioned today is linked in the show notes. I'm so looking forward to connecting with you at the next episode.